everybody, it's John here. Hope you all are doing well. I'm sitting at my house in Puerto Rico. Super sunny out, super nice. I hope wherever you're at, it's also just as nice. So you might be wondering, heading into May, hey, how busy is it, right? Like things, are they busier for others? Are they slower? Are things going to pick up for the summer? Well, it depends. Depends where your vacation rental is. It depends what kind of vacation rental you have. Depends on so many factors. Um, in my own business, things have picked up like we're 20% from last year, same time, same quarter. Um, so things are getting busier, but I've seen a lot more of the bookings come extremely last minute. I mean, super, super last minute. So for example, in, in uh, one of my businesses, a cleaning business, Basically, we have double the bookings at the end of the month as when we started the month. So if we had 2,000 turnovers at the end of the month, we'll have 4,000. So it's it's really crazy how different it looks at the end of the month. And that's just a sign that most people now are just you know saying, hey, I just want to go on vacation last minute. Let's just do it. Let's grab the family, grab friends. Let's go. And I've noticed that that's not just in Florida where most of my rentals are. It's all over the United States. It's all over the world. People are now booking way more last minute than they ever did. So as a host, what I would believe that means for you is if you don't have things like instant booking on, if you don't have short stays available, like one or two nights, okay, this does depend on your preference. It depends on what kind of house you have. But if you don't have that available and you want guests to give you like really advanced notice, like 14 days out at least, that might be hurting you right now because most people, most of the traffic is coming in extremely, extremely last minute. And to take advantage of that big boost in traffic that's coming last minute, you want to make sure your Airbnb policies or your verbal policies or your booking policies on whatever platform you're using, it's going to be put in such a way that you can take advantage of that short-term rush. Also, like rates have been way lower. So nightly rates last year were higher than the same time this year right now, like rates are lower than they were last year. And that's because a lot of markets, there's just this surplus of supply going on. In Florida, they're building houses like crazy. It's like people can't get enough of new homes because everyone's flocking to Florida from places like California, New York, Texas. People are coming to Florida in droves. So the new home construction is still moving that construction machine. It's still pumping out new construction. So This huge surplus of inventory basically means that there's way more short-term rentals to choose from, at least in the Florida market, giving guests a lot of the power in in these transactions. Like Guests now have more places to choose from. They can pay much, much less. So I'll give you a real example. Um, A short-term rental community, Story Lake, there used to be these eight bedrooms that people used to put for $700 a night or, or higher. Now they're renting for like $299 a night. So they're at below half of the rates that they were last year. And it's just crazy because people furnished under the assumptions that they were going to have lots of lots of income, lots of rental income. And now they're realizing like, wait, the picture's not the same year to year. It it could look wildly different from year to year, depending on traveler demand, depending on the economy, depending on consumer spending. There's so many factors that go into the nightly rate that you can't safely assume that what you're buying at or investing at today is going to hold constant in the future. Like a normal investor would say, oh, you know, everything goes up by inflation, which is high now. Maybe I'll just increase my rates by that. Right. But that's not necessarily true. Like now we have inflation, but the nightly rates are lower, much, much lower. So 
it depends on like your market, but in most of the markets that I've spoken to my friends in, the same holds true. Now, the exceptions though are places with a limited supply. So a lot of lake places where there's like, you know, lake homes and it's it's a limited supply there, they're still making money there because there's such a limited supply of rentals there that they could basically call their price and guests are happy to pay that price because travelers are still traveling. People are still going on vacation and they're spending a lot of money doing so. What's changed is the inventory, the inventory of homes. There's way more homes on the market. Now you have to think of from the business perspective of Airbnb and Verbo, they're ecstatic because now they have more inventory. There's more homes they can rent out and they have more control now because now there's more host, right? But for us hosts, it's not a good thing because now we have much more competition. Things have gotten way harder. So it just means we need to operate smarter. If you're not as busy, I do consider cutting costs where you can. Like if you have um, anything that's like you consider spending that you don't need to be doing, like subscriptions or um, things that you do in your home that don't make much of an impact, you may want to consider cutting back on that. But I suggest not cutting corners in the places that matter. Like I wouldn't cut corners in your cleaning practice. I wouldn't cut corners in the types of linens you supply and comforts for the guests. Would definitely not cut corners there because that will impact your reviews and the guest experience, right? But you you do want to really run your numbers again, basically understand your economics and make sure that you're operating in at least break even because you don't want to operate in the red for too long as rates are low. You want to operate in the black or you know in the green. So what I mean by that is just review your expenses, review your forecast and make sure that, you know, with the assumptions of today that you have something that's realistic and forward looking. Now, if anyone knows about the big vacation rental managers like Vacasa, um, it's interesting to see if you're, you're not familiar with Vacasa, it's like the largest vacation rental company in the United States. They have more than 1.5 million homes listed on their channels. Well, if you look up their stock, it's it's crashing. So, you know, that's a company that just went public under the assumptions that things were going to grow um, in perpetuity. Things were just going to keep growing, growing, growing. Um, the stock was in 2021 at $10. Now the stock is at like 73 cents at the time of this recording. It really crashed. So th- I'm not saying that Vacasa's performance has mirrored the vacation rental industry or the trends of the vacation rental industry because it's a private, um, it's a separate company. It's a public company. Um, but there's, there's many things wrong with how they're operating, but you can see that the future is not so great looking for vacation rental managers um, that aren't operating efficiently and effectively. I like to see how Airbnb stocks performing because they have most of the listings that are out there, right? So finding out how the stock's doing, although it's a company, it's a good, how do you say, a good picture of how the vacation rental industry is going. So right now, the stock is at $113. Last year, same time, I'm, I'm on the graph now. It was $156. So the stock is down from same time last year for several factors. Um, doesn't mean it's a bad stock to buy. It just means that um, the economy as a whole, right, is, is not as optimistic about short term rentals. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be because we are optimists on this show. 
And if you operate effectively and efficiently and you do things right, there's a lot to be had in this business. But when, when times are bad, it thins out the herd and people who are not operating the right way are not being cost conscious, that are not being guest experience focused, they tend to get weeded out and sell their homes. So what's going on in Florida, the market I'm most familiar with is there's a ton of people selling their homes right now. And there's also a lot of people buying them. So there's a lot of transaction activity occurring, even though interest rates are really wacky and high. Um, that's because a lot of people have said, oh, hold up, I'm not making money. This was kind of a mistake for me. I ran my expenses for the last several months. I'm losing a lot of money. I want to sell and get out. So a lot of owners are doing that. But there's a lot of owners that are also doing extremely well because they've learned to adapt and they plan for these things to happen. Right. So those investors and hosts that are long-term forward thinking, they are doing fine because they plan for ups and downs. I like to think of this as if you're investing in your 401k or you're investing in an IRA or in stocks, things go up and down. It's, it's normal. That's how markets work. Everything goes through cycles. So the market and your stock portfolio, it, it rewards patience, right? So you don't buy something to sell it five minutes later, right? You buy things that you, you see have value, hold them for the long term, improve them so that they can grow in value, right? Same thing with your vacation rental. You bought this to be a long-term business and you want to have long-term thinking in everything you do. If you bought it and you're not doing good seven, eight months after you, you acquired the property, sit tight because you know things are going to get better. You just have to focus on the things that you can control. There are things you can't control like the, the broader economy, but there's things you can control like your guest experience, how clean your place is, how nice the furniture is. Those things are all within your control, how fast you communicate with your guests. So it's, and times like these, you know, we, we listen to a lot of media and it's very, very negative. It's like the sky is falling. Um, you know, this, this food is going to get you sick if you eat it. I don't want to feed my kids that all this stuff in the media is really crazy. So when you see economic news, it tends to scare you about the future, right? But the important thing is being patient with the journey and understanding that the journey is a long one. And if you want to succeed in vacation rentals, you need to have a long-term view on your investment and a long-term view on your hosting strategy. Um, so just because right now things are not as fast moving doesn't mean things won't get better. Now, let's go back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. And that is that bookings are moving. People are traveling, but most of these Airbnb bookings are occurring, are occurring very, very last minute. So what you can do proactively is check that your calendars are set up to take things like instant bookings to make sure the advance notice isn't set too high so that if guests want to stay, like if if they want to come on Wednesday and it's Monday, that your, your Airbnb listing is going to allow that. That needs to be set properly. Minimum night stays. Some people have them at seven nights to avoid the parties that happen in two or three night stays. But guess what? Two or three night stays are going to increase your occupancy, right? So want to make sure your settings are correct so that you're not losing out on all these bookings that are happening extremely last minute. If you're a host and you want to share how your experience has been the last year, the last several months, don't be shy. I would love to have you on the show to share your experiences. You may think that you're new or that what you're doing, you know, it's not the right way to do it, but you know, any experience that can be shared will help someone out. And by sharing your walk, your journey, your experience, 
you can help a lot of other hosts that are getting started more than you know. So if you're interested in sharing your story or sharing your listing, I'm, I'm happy to have you on the show. Um, we're a very supportive community. So just reach out to me by email. And if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter, the newsletter shares a lot of exclusive insights, things like how to calculate the, the price, how to benchmark against your neighbors, um, checklists for cleaning, checklists for your inventory, really cool stuff that will actually add value in the short term and the long term. Please go to vacationhomehelp.com slash podcast and subscribe there. And once you subscribe, I'll make sure you get that newsletter. It's all good stuff. I promise no spam. You'll find some value in it. To support me and to get the show in front of more listeners, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Let me know how I'm doing truthfully. If there's something you want to hear, something you want to see more of, please let me know in the reviews. I definitely read each and every one of them and I make sure that I improve the show based upon the feedback I get from you. And if you're liking the show and you want to hear some topics more frequently, just let me know in the reviews or an email and I'm happy to do that. Next episode is going to be on how to deal with extremely difficult people, whether that's a guest or somebody that's working for your vacation rental. It's going to teach you effectively how to deal with them, how to handle complaints, how to handle any sort of social interaction that isn't pleasant. That's going to be up on the next episode, which will be available to you soon. Thanks for listening today. And until next time.